Hi, everybody. The George Wilder Jr. Show. Hi, everybody. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air. Freedom. This is what I call freedom. Chicago's finest internet radio show, making a world a better place, one show at a time. 
The George Warner Jr. Show is now on the air. Take it away, Dad. Okay. All right, thanks, everybody, and welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show on this somber day. I mean, it is really somber. I want to talk about the weather in Chicago, but hey, wow, it's beautiful in Chicago, but goddamn, uh, the Las Vegas shootings. I mean, this is just um, phenomenal. This is just unprecedented. Uh, <clears throat> damn, I mean, I'm I'm speechless. My mouth is twisted. Anyway, um uh, welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Uh, we've had, uh, we're back from the weekend and everything else. We got a full week here and uh, Monday through Thursday as always, starting at 6 o'clock to 7.30, sometimes longer. It depends on what's going on in the world and on the George Wilder Jr. Show. But this is crazy, man. Uh, the worst mass shooting in, in um, U.S. history. This is crazy. This is loony. This is just, I have no guests today. So, you know, it's just going to be me and you. All right. This is crazy. And this is just uh, out of the norm for America. This is real. I mean, it, it's 58 people, I think. Was that right? Yeah. 58 people um, killed, over two or 300 wounded. And there's, actually cell phone videotape uh, of some of the uh, people running for their lives and you can hear you know machine gun shots or something uh assault weapons going off but they saying but the the authorities the people are saying the, the you know the authorities in las vegas are saying that this is the work of one man 64 year old guy 64 a senior you know i mean he just and everybody is saying that this guy, his name was a Paddock, a Stephen Paddock. Um, uh, he's a Las Vegas shooting suspect. And he, wow, this is something. He killed himself, okay? Uh, can you imagine somebody doing something like this at, at this magnitude that, that killed themselves? But this is, this is horrific, folks. This is America. And basically this shooting, this mass shootings, which is being covered uh, by every outlet in the world, is, there's no doubt about it. I'm not making little of this massacre, but it's, but it's distracting us away from this, from Trump and, and, the, and the Republicans while they're trying to sneak something else through, uh, while we're distracted on something else. So we don't have to call their asses about, on it. You know, uh, so they sneak it through just like they sneak through. Uh, uh, they let die this um, Medicare, Medicaid for nine million children in the United States. Uh, so it, it, it's probably a distraction that they. Uh, I'm pretty sure nobody wanted this, you know, and the talk now is gun control. OK, that. And I'm reading something that's saying Donald Trump has said, this is no time to talk about gun control. Can you believe that? This is no time to talk about gun control. That I, I read this somewhere on CNN. He's saying this is no time to talk. This is the best time ever 
to talk about gun control. We've been talking about gun control since uh, the Obama era. You know, uh, he couldn't get he couldn't get anything through because we had a uh, Republican-controlled Congress, so he couldn't get anything through. But um, this is just horrific. I mean, this is 58 people going to a concert, a uh, country music concert, and this is just horrific. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I really wanted to come on and do the show today. I was so distraught at this. These are Americans killing Americans. It's just not right. It's not culture. It's not, <laughs> it's not the, a good thing to do. But, you know, a lot of people are blaming the Trump administration. A lot of people are blaming Republicans because they never got a whole, a handle on gun control. Some people are cursing and vilifying the NRA, the National Rifle Association. And, you know, Republicans are being bought off by the National Rifle Association. That's the reason why they don't want gun control. And it's just, I mean, it, the beat goes on. The beat goes on. Uh I mean, a hundred people could have gotten killed in Las Vegas. And the Republicans will still say, "Hey, wow, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna make it easy for people to get killed because we're gonna uh, loosen the restrictions on gun silencers." Yeah, they're gonna loosen the restrictions on gun silencers. Uh, I'm hearing they're supposed to be voting on it sometime uh, this week, so. I guess uh, loosening loosening the restriction on gun silencers is actually making it a lot easier to easier to kill people because people won't they won't hear any gunshots so they won't be able to run from any gunshots because their silencers uh, connected to the weapon that quiets the weapon as the trigger is pulled so you'll never know if if, a, if you're being gunned down or not which is ridiculous. But uh, this is what I'm hearing, that they are thinking about um, or will vote on restricting and loosening um, silence, silencer restrictions on, on weapons. I recall back in the Obama uh, administration that he, he, uh, he outlawed them. He, he uh, signed an executive order outlawing silencers on guns, but here come. Here comes the Trump administration. Here comes the NRA saying uh, it's okay to kill people even if they don't hear the shot coming. It's okay to scare people with guns, uh, shoot people, because <laughs> you can shoot more people if they don't hear uh, the sound of bullets coming towards them. I, I, I just I don't see their thinking. It's not, but you know what? This is the Republicans. A majority of them are bought off and, and by the uh, NRA. Uh, the NRA, is, uh, you, you think we're controlling these, uh, you think we're controlling these uh, politicians in, in, uh, in Congress? No. The NRA and their big time donors are telling these guys what to do. And we voted for them, right? Well, you voted for them. I, I had enough sense not to vote for these Republicans. And, um, but a lot of people didn't. And I always pat myself on the back because I, I, somehow I just can see through some of these guys and girls when they're going out here trying to run for office. And, but a lot of people can't. They vote for these people and they put these people in office. Suddenly these people start to ruin and mess up 
their lives, the, their constituencies' lives. And a lot of people, well, why did I vote for him? Because you, I, mean, I don't know, you voted for this person because you thought this person was going to make your lives better. And you found out that that wasn't the case. You know, so this is horrific. And so throughout the show, I'm going to be talking about this, folks. I mean, it's all over. It's all over the United States. It's all over America. It's all over the world. And everybody's talking about it. Who who is isn't talking about it? I think their heads are buried in the mud someplace. But I'm going to be talking Las Vegas shooting night. You know, I mean, this is crazy. And I'm going to talk about the nine million kids who have lost. They, they don't lose it. They've lost it. Lost health care under the uh, the because the Republicans um, let it just um, um, evaporate. They let let it just run out. Let the money run out. You know, so nine million, million kids will not be able to go to see the doctor. They will not be getting their medicine. They will not be getting their checkups because you know these people have uh, done something horrific here. And they're telling us it's good for America. All right, you've been listening to listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. We have no guests, folks. Uh, something went wrong in the booking department, <laughs> but you know things happen. I mean, I can do the show alone. I've done it alone, and then it's been a thrill for me. And um, I mean, three, four, seven, eight, five, seven, one, seven. Six two three four seven eight five one seven six two, and uh, Las Vegas shooting. Nine million kids lose health care. Basically, that's what's going to going to be the topics of the show. And and um, it's it just horrific that uh, this had to happen in America, and it just got through uh, with these hurricanes. Uh, Hurricane Irma, Harvey, you name them. Hurricanes, three or four devastating earthquakes earthquakes in Mexico. Uh, and then we have this. I guess Trump is saying, I don't know nothing about what I'm doing, and I got to deal with all these super tragedies. It, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Okay. Um, the government who police said sprayed bullets into a crowd of people at a at a country music festival in Las Vegas was an avid gambler who lived in the upscale retirement community about 80 miles outside of the city. So and I'm I'm heard I'm hearing that he was a millionaire. Also, his name was Stephen Craig Paddock. He was 64. Uh Open fire from his hotel room. He busted out the damn windows of his hotel room and just sprayed bullets down there into a crowd of people who were who are enjoying a country festival, from my understanding. Okay, he opened fire from his hotel room from the 32nd floor of the uh, Mandalay Bay Resort and considered and casino around 10.15 p.m. on Sunday during a performance by someone called Jason Aldean, a country singer, okay? Um, at, the Route, at the Route 91 Harvest Festival, authorities say at least 59 people were killed. Mm. 
making it the deadliest mass shooting in modern U.S. history. At least 527 people were injured. Jesus Christ, it makes you it makes you not want to go to an outdoor concert because this is where these folks are targeting people. You know, outdoor concerts, anywhere where people, millions and thousands and thousands and even millions of people gather, this is where these crazy son of the guns are going to uh, target people because they set out to kill people. And that is just so wrong. A SWAT team blew open the entry to Paddock's hotel room with an explosive and found him dead. He killed himself. The hotel was across the street from the outdoor venue. That means he was um, in the hotel across the street on the 32nd floor, busted out the window, took his gun, and just started spraying. And when he ran out of bullets, he started reloading and reloading and reloading and reloading. And then when the police got there, he shot himself. Wow. And they're trying to figure out why this happened. Why this happened. Okay. He has been a guest registered at the hotel uh, since September 28th. So he was planning this. He had this all planned. He was sneaking weapons through the lobby of the hotel up to his room. Okay, he is reported to have smashed the hotel windows prior to the shooting with a hammer-like device. A law enforcement, a law enforcement officer said two rifles with scopes on tripods. Yeah, this is something out of uh, a <laughs> scopes with tripods. It's something out of a Mark Wahlberg movie or something or Jason Statham movie, you know. But this stuff is real, and I'm hearing that he bought all these guns. He, I heard he had about 20 guns, 20 guns that he smuggled up to his room, 20, and he bought them all legally with no questions asked, which is stupid. I mean, if you're going to buy that many guns at this same particular gun store, it seems like somebody working in that store behind the counter, one of the clerks would say, what are you going to do with all this stuff? You know, all these guns and bullets and and and, and things. Seemed like somebody would have um, um, uh, asked him those things when he was buying all those weapons and then contacted the police. But people fail to do things that they should do. And you have 200, uh, uh, over 200 people dead. It's crazy. No, wait, 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 is it 200 or... Uh, Okay, 527 people were injured, 59, I'm sorry, 59 people were killed. And I'm hearing that number could go up. That number could go up because a lot of the people who were injured uh, in the shootings, they could lose their lives too. The injuries could be a lot worse. A lot of these people are in the hospital. So the numbers could go up. So this guy, if you, if you do the math, 50, 59 uh, people killed, on top of 524 others who were injured, this guy has killed close to uh, 600 people. He, this guy has shot, excuse me, this guy has shot close to 600 people. A lone gunman. Wow. 
shot close to 600 people, if you do the math on the injuries and the people who have actually uh, died from their gunshot wounds. Authorities seized at least one full automatic rifle and as many as 19 other fire, firearms from his room. The Wall Street Journal reported citing that the unarmed law enforcement uh, an unarmed law enforcement official. The cachet included, wow, AR-15 style and AK-47 style rifles. Oh, wow. And a large amount of ammunition. Sources, told, sources also tell the New York Times that at least 20 firearms were discovered in the hotel room. This guy was setting out to do exactly what he'd done. He, I would like to know his motivation for doing all of this. Why, why would you want to do something like that? I want to know this. I'm hearing that he had no affiliation with a church or a religion. It wasn't politics. A lot of us thought it might have been politics. Okay, the authorities saying it was not politics. They checked his, uh, they checked this guy's uh, email, voicemail. Uh, he had no online profile. Um, his family say that they did not see this coming. Families always say that they didn't see it coming. But it's always that possibility that they didn't see this coming. But you know, What was his motivation to, of doing that? And the police are trying to find that out right now. What was his motive? Why did he do this? Why did he shoot into a crowd of hundreds, hundreds, if not thousands of people and, and shoot? close to 600, very close to 600. It may be 600 before the week is out because a lot of these people, a lot of those folks who were injured may die of their wounds or may die of their injuries. And you you like to know what the hell was behind this? And this is a white guy. This This is a white guy. So the politicians and the racists out there can't say, can't blame it on the Muslims, can't blame it on the Mexicans, <laughs> can't blame it on African-Americans. You know, this was a white guy. But in my mind, you know, I don't care what color you are, what, where are you from, killings like this is just not good. And not good is really being really nice, uh, uh, in saying this. So the races out there can say, well, it wasn't a black person. It wasn't a Muslim. It wasn't a Mexican. It wasn't a brown person. It was a white guy. And this guy was a senior, 64 years old. Wow. I mean, that's even strange in itself. Someone that old uh, uh, usually it's <laughs> young people that are doing it. You know, I mean, so 20s and in their teens and 20s and 30s, whatever, but 64? Going on maybe 65? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was tired of living, but I want to go back to the, the purchases of, of all of these weapons that, that were found in his room. Didn't somebody at the gun store where he purchased all of these weapons, uh, didn't they hear a bell go off? 
when he was walking out purchasing a gun every week or every day or you know aka 47 ar-15 style these are weapons to kill people somebody should have said something uh at the store where he bought all of this stuff legally and call the police and say hey wow we got somebody here who may try to commit some sort of a mass murder crime here and the police would have checked them out because the gun store had all of his uh, information um address his name his age and all this stuff where to contact him uh the style of guns and weapons they should have uh in my opinion they should have um contacted the authorities saying hey wow something may be up with this guy but it didn't happen and now a lot of people are going to be afraid to go out to the movies we're going to be afraid to go to concerts um uh we got a blues uh do we have a blues concert coming up later or something or a festival or something a lot of people are going to be afraid or to go to these kinds of events these outdoor events and the majority of these outdoor events are so packed people people are standing and watching the concert you know the show this is just awful this is going to make it bad this is why i think some of the uh, movie profits are down because a lot of people aren't going to the movies anymore because for for in some cases for reasons like this and for being annoyed by the person that's sitting next to you, probably. Because I remember going to a movie with my son. We went to a movie. I think it was to see the Avengers 1. And it was this woman who slept all through the movie. She sat right by me. The movie was so crowded and so packed, I couldn't move. So, you know, it's... But anyway, let's get back to the mass shooting. Um it's just crazy. It's just uh, loony that America has stooped to this low, stooped this low. And then we got politicians who say that they're going to restrict, they're going to vote on restricting silencers on weapons as if they're saying, hey, well, go out and kill people. They can't hear, the, they won't hear the bullets coming. They won't hear the bullets hit them. This is crazy. This is, this is loony. And then you have Trump saying, um, this is not the time to talk about gun control. Wow. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show at 626 p.m. straight up Chicago time. It's a beautiful day in the city of Chicago. I hope it's beautiful where you are, and I hope everybody is fine and dandy, even though these tragedies are can really take you down and depress you, and you will be... Um, feeling sorry for yourself. And I always tell people, uh, yeah, these tragedies, they're bad, they're awful, they shouldn't have happened. But we can't become too complacent with our feelings and emotions. We can't allow ourselves to be depressed. We can't allow ourselves to feel as though everything is uh, coming down around us. We have to stay strong. We got to be vigilant. We have to try to work to make the world a better place, no matter how difficult and crazy that may sound through all of these 
tragedies, including the earthquakes and hurricanes and other things that are happening in the world that are phenomenal. And we just have to keep our, our senses about us. We can cry, we can moan, we can pray, uh, we can send flowers, we can send money, we can volunteer, but we can do all the right things. Uh, but there's going to have to come a time where we're going to stop crying, we've got to stop moaning, we've got to stop groaning, pick ourselves up, brush ourselves out, and get started on making the world a better place. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, everybody. Uh, All right. All right, I just love that laugh. Yeah, I, as I was saying earlier in the show, that this guy, um, Stephen Paddock, was a uh, was because he killed himself. He was a multimillionaire. He invested in real estate and previously worked. And his brother described this guy as just a guy. He was not just a guy. <laughs> Uh, who frequent Las Vegas hotels, gambled and attended shows. He was not just a guy. He may have done all of that, but he had a sinister side, and it showed. Uh, it, this just shows you that you do not know people. You don't know who you're talking to. You don't know who's passing you by when you're walking down the street. You don't know who's passing you up on you don't know about the other guy in the car that's passing you up or driving alongside of you on the expressway. You don't know people. You have to be careful who you meet, who you talk to, who you converse with. Everybody's out for something. Everybody is always out for something. Somebody is after after you for something. You know, nothing is free in this world. Have you ever uh, gone to some of these websites and say, well, this is free, that's free, this is free, and when you, when you get to those websites, you find out that it's not free? They use free just to lure you onto the site, to have you click onto the site. 
you know, nothing is free. Nothing is free. Nothing is free. All right, let's, let's get back to uh, this Las Vegas shooting. It's horrendous. And uh, as I just got through saying, his brother, Eric Paddock, is saying that this guy was just a guy, an ordinary guy. A lot of these people out here look as if they're ordinary. You don't know anything about anybody. You know, just, you can't tell by the way someone looks. You really can't. Uh, uh, you never know what they're thinking, what might be on their mind. Um, you just can't. You, you, you really, you, you, you just can't. And uh, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. It's really great to be back <laughs> doing this show. I mean, uh, we were off for uh, three days, and uh, it's always telling when, when we're off like that. And it's a good thing. It, it really is. We'll be right back. Welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio out of the city of Chicago, the state of Illinois. Folks, we are in some trying times. We are in some dark times. We must fight for an America without hate. We must fight for an America without bigotry. We must fight for an America without racism. We must fight for our rights. We must fight to continue to be Americans. Some of those rights are being threatened, taken away. But we have to get out here and fight the good fight. You know, and it has to be done, folks. It has to be in a non-violent way. We know how to do things non-violently. So let's go out and make our voices heard. Fighting non-violently. All right, I'm hearing that the investigators are really trying to dig into a motive that, that caused this guy to want to do that. 
I, I'm dumbfounded, folks. I don't know what to think. I'm just going uh, by what the reports are saying and uh, the videotapes that I'm seeing of, of people running from, from gunfire, people on the ground dead uh, from the videotape, people constantly wanting. And um, it's just horrifying. It's just, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's horrifyingly crazy that, um, and I don't, I don't have any uh, body on the show to talk about this stuff, but uh, I, I'm pretty sure that I will tomorrow. We're going to be talking about it. Um, and, but I'll, I'll talk about it as much as I can tonight. And, um, you know, it, my heart just goes out to those folks uh, in Las Vegas, not to belittle or downplay what's going on in Puerto Rico or the Florida Keys or Miami in terms of uh, the hurricanes or and the earthquakes in Mexico or the Hurricane Harvey in Texas, the floods, uh, the horrible situations, uh, previous situations like those. It's just horrific. Uh, and this show is all about trying to make the world a better place. It's getting tougher. But it's going to take the people of, of, of America and the people around the world to make the world a better place. I mean, we can't trust politicians and leaders and so-called leaders because I, I actually think we don't have any leaders in, in, the, uh, in America. I, I don't think we have any real down-to-earth leaders. We have people in office that are trying to destroy America, destroy the way of life that you've gotten used to. And when someone is trying to destroy uh, your way of life or someone is trying to uh, uh, change, uh, questioning the uh, First Amendment and all that kind of thing, that's not leadership. That's someone who wants to take the country down, take it apart, and reshape it uh, in their mold um, which is not a good thing. So if we have so-called leaders in Washington and elsewhere who will not lead, refuse to lead, then we the people have to do it for them. We cannot sit back, lay back, and hope somebody else fights our battles. We have to fight our own battles. You know, we got to because if you just sit back and let these these people have their way, then America is over. You can't do that right now. These people are trying to get legislation through that they didn't read. They haven't told us about anything. About anything. So we the people we have to. And we must. And if there's any background noise or any confusion Folks, I'm sorry, I, I, because I can't hear it through my earphones and all my computers are tied up with something else because it is mass shooting. And if there's any interference or whatever, I, because I cannot hear it through my phones here. But uh, but if it's coming out in another direction, I can't. Uh, this particular show I was booked only a few minutes ago before I actually came on the air. And so, therefore, it's not processed yet. So I can't really hear anything right now. But if there's any confusion, if there's any um, cracking or breaking, or and those, those things happen because you're on a computer, and it's subtle to being hacked. Uh, 
<laughs> All right. Uh, you've been listening to the to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio. And uh, Trump's picking fights with players. Uh, I, I don't know if we're going to do that. Let's try. Um, All righty. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me right here on Block Talk Radio. Follow me. Uh, I'm on Google. I'm all over the place. I mean, if you want to get in touch me, touch with me, there's no way you cannot find me because I'm everywhere. But uh, like I said before, you never know people. You never know who the person sitting next to you is. They may be the greatest person. They may be just a guy or just a woman or just a girl or just a boy. But you never, ever really know what's inside of their inside of their brain. You you don't know what they're really, really thinking. You don't know. You don't know if the person that you pass by walking down the street is carrying a gun. And it, this person could be carrying it legally, but you don't know that. You don't know if the person that you're walking by down the street is carrying mace or a knife. And you you're not I'm not saying that these people might be bad people. They may just be carrying weapons to protect themselves. <laughs> While I'm looking at this guy, he just fell down on the ground. Oh, he fell off his skateboard. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I ha- I have this big old window in front of me in my studio and uh, this guy was on his uh, <laughs> This is unrelated, all right? And he was on his skateboard. Something is not funny because a lot of people who fall off skateboards, they actually get injured. A lot of these folks break their arms, break their necks, break their hips, you know, trying to do all of these tricks. But anyway, uh, my thought was interrupted because this guy, he fell off his uh, uh, skateboard. He fell down on the ground, but he got right back up, though. He was like a springboard. He, I, uh, yeah, bing, I'm all right. I'm okay. Anyway, uh, we're talking about this Las Vegas shooting. And later on, we're going to be talking about um, nine, million, 9 million kids who lost health care, which is another tragedy, a mass tragedy, because the Republicans did this. They let this lapse. They let this lapse because they didn't want to fund it. And I, I do think they let it lapse and didn't want to fund it because they failed a second, third, or fourth, fifth, or hundredth time in trying to appeal Obamacare. So they, they just let it lapse. Kids, children. Okay, will not be getting uh, uh, in a few months. Will not be getting Medicare. They will not be able to go to the doctor, and that's another damn shame. It's a shame that it's a damn shame that uh, people in America have to pay for health care. You you have to pay for it. Other industrialized, developed countries, Medicare. Uh, I mean, health care is a right. It's free. But we got these slimy, low-down, heartless, lying, cheating, crime, corruption, corrupted Congress who wants to make your life, my life, their life a lot worse than what it is and then tell everybody that it's good for America. This is where I believe people have to get up off their tushes and and take this country back. Do that. 
we can do that this coming November 6, 2018. Make a massive splash at the polls. And I'm going to say this again. The Republicans know they're in trouble, but they still don't give a damn. They know that they're going to be out on their asses, but they still do not give a good goddamn. They don't care. I've always said this. They're, they are going to be suppressing the vote because they know that you, me, and everybody else in America, we're going to be out here voting in droves come 2018, November of 2018. Just hang in there, folks. No time to feel depressed. No time to feel as though you've been beaten. We have not been beaten. We are the majority. There's 320 Americans uh, in this country, and there's only a, a, a couple of hundred of these Republicans that are wrecking our lives. They, and, and a lot of these politicians, they are trying to get a hold on. They're trying to control us. They're, they're trying to control us. You know, and, and they think that we don't know that. You know, so they're trying to get a handle on us, control us. They're not accepting our calls. And when we call into uh, the, uh, the Capitol building and complain about something that they're doing, they're not taking the calls. They're muting the calls. And, uh, because I know a million people have, uh, or more have called in to say impeach Donald Trump. They don't give a damn about what we think. They don't care about what we say say they don't care who we are they want what they want they're about the republicans are about their party and uh, they control everything the republicans control everything they control the white house they control the uh, house of representatives they control the senate they control majority of the governorships around america they got it all but one of the things they've got too they've got people leaving the party because they feel that the party is uh, backwards, and they are. They are backwards. A lot of people are leaving the Republican Party. They do not care. They want what they want. And what they want to do is to take you off your health care. They want to ruin your health care. Now, Obamacare, I'm pretty sure they're going to try to repeal it again, and it probably will fail. But Trump has said many times that he's going to let it, Obamacare destroy itself by not funding it. That's breaking the Constitution. Trump has no regard for the Constitution. He has no regard for the law in general. That's why a lot of people in his cabinet, a lot of people who have worked for him have resigned because they have admitted that this guy has no, he have no uh, idea what the hell he's doing. But then Paul Ryan came out the other day and said that Trump, uh, his heart is in the right place. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, when I read that, and I read it several times on different, um, um, uh, from different publications online, um, especially the ones that are not fake news, because I, I had to check this out, you know, but it's true. He said, uh, I'm, and I'm quoting, he's saying that uh, Trump's heart is in the right place. Boy, Twitter, <laughs> I can't say it. Boy, Twitter lit up. Facebook lit up. 
and they ripped Ryan a new one. I mean, Paul Ryan is one of the, he's a coward, a liver liver, kissing Trump's butt every chance he'd get, and he wants us to kiss Trump Trump's butt. That ain't going to happen. It's never going to happen. So Paul ran, oh, Trump's heart's in the right place. Trump's heart. Trump doesn't have a heart. He doesn't have a heart. He has bankruptcies. He has a, a troll of pathetic lies. He has racism. He doesn't have a heart. He doesn't know what empathy is like. He doesn't know what being uh, he doesn't know what struggling is like from one paycheck to the next he doesn't know what homelessness is like he doesn't know what what it's like to lose everything that you've owned through um, earthquake or uh, tornado or hurricane he doesn't know what that's, that's like he doesn't have a heart and he doesn't get like what he cares about is is himself, making himself look good. He cares about his golf course in Mar-a-Lago. He cares about making money off the taxpayer, and that's exactly what he's doing. Trump is making money. I mean, he's filling his bank account with taxpayer money, and I don't have to explain to you how if you know what I'm talking about. And it's against the Constitution. But the Republicans will not do anything about it. 80 to 90% of the American people want Trump impeached. Are the Republicans listening? No. They just leave Trump there to cause more havoc. And Ryan is saying, well, Trump's heart in the right place. Trump's heart is in the right place. Trump can't stand Paul Ryan. I thought the Democrat week and live delivered, <laughs> but the Republicans take the cake for it. They really take the cake. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio. I want to say it again. My heart goes out to all those people um, who have died in this horrible tragedy in. Las Vegas. Category. I was just thinking, like, I know I'm being outrageously vague about this, but uh, I don't even consider this to be a tease. This is more like a warning. We have a strange exclusive story tomorrow that has taken us a long time to nail down. Uh, it is unlike anything else you are seeing in this news cycle, and I can't really tell you more than that. Rachel, I've got news for you. Yeah. So last night we had another football game. Um, this is, of course, Monday Night Football after all the other games have been played, for those of you who don't live in America, but live in a box instead. Anyway, it was the Cowboys versus the Cardinals, uh, and Donald Trump was going to get in on the action and triple down on his criticism of the NFL. Of course, of course he was. And then I'll tell you what Dallas did. He said, debooing at the NFL football game last night when the entire Dallas team dropped to its knees was loudest I have ever heard. Great anger. Okay. Okay. I heard it. It was definitely not the loudest I ever heard. There was definitely booing. They were in Arizona. <laughs> so this is the worst talking point in American history. 
like when Steelers didn't come out for the national anthem and they came out later in Chicago where they were playing Chicago, the fans booed. That's because they're the opposing team. And the Arizona players were also locking arms. So that makes no sense. They were booing the Cowboys when they took a knee because they're the opposing team. And look, I grant you that some of them might have been opposed to the kneeling or whatever, but that wasn't the only reason why. Okay, so let's show it to you, by the way. Here's what it looked like. And uh, it was all the players, the coaches, and even, as you see right there, Jerry Jones taking a knee, the owner. The very, very wealthy, uh, uh, cons as far as we know, conservative Chris Christie hugging owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Man, Trump is such a disaster. He got billionaire owners to take a knee in uh not necessarily in unison with, but in sympathy with Colin Kaepernick, who they were keeping out of the league. Man, you are an epic fail. You're a living, breathing epic fail, Donald Trump. So, and Jerry Jones was not the first to lock arms with his players. Shahid Khan, the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars was, but he was the first to take a knee. Now, that what they did was they took a knee before the anthem, and then they went and locked arms during the anthem. So they're trying to have it both ways. That's okay, that's okay. I think to me that was it's a wonderful Great. sign overall of not just unity, but saying, look, we're not just locking arms. We are in fact taking a knee, but we don't want to offend the people that think that it's the anthem is sacrosanct. And if you're in the wrong body position during the anthem, they're also going to get upset. Or maybe some of the players would also get upset. And you want to respect their thoughts and their rights as well. So, okay. So how does Trump take this? It's a double slap at him. Not only do they all take a knee, but during the anthem, they also lock arms. So no, 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 Trump has a different take on it. And he says, but while Dallas dropped to its knees as a team, they all stood up for our national anthem. Big progress being made. We all love our country. <laughs> so he solved it. No, they took the knee against you. And they locked arms during the national anthem against you as a sign of unity, saying that what you're doing is unacceptable. It's not like you were locked, the whole league was locking arms before the national, during the national anthem before you made your comments. It was only some of the players, and it was all in, as a show of unity for the protest that Kaepernick started. Now he's trying to twist it like, oh yeah, well during the anthem, the protest that they're doing, that was, we're making progress. We're making progress. You are such a child, a sad, sad child, baby. Um, then Trump tweets, ratings for NFL uh, football are way down, except before the game starts when people tune in to see whether or not our country will be disrespected. Not worried about police brutality, not worried about African Americans and their, their plea for justice here, not worried about the freedom of speech of the players or anyone else. What's the ratings doing? What's the ratings doing? And then is it true that the ratings are up before the game? No, there's no evidence of that. Just made that up. It's like, oh, but I got good ratings. I got them good ratings before the game. Then they have bad ratings afterwards. Got you. No, you didn't get anybody. You're a fool. You turned the entire league against you. Okay. But he doesn't get it, man. He really doesn't. According to people who were at a gathering of right-wingers, he brought them in. He was excited. He thought he was winning. It's like Charlie Sheen standing on a roof with a... Yeah, machete going, I'm winning, I'm by winning. Anyway, he told those uh, supporters, it's really caught on. It's really caught on. 
No, you schmuck, protests against you have caught on. You are so unbelievably dumb. Okay, he said, I said what millions of Americans were thinking. Now that actually has some degree of truth to it, unfortunately, because uh, it is nowhere near the majority of Americans. But there are, there is, there's 330 million people in the country and there is some percentage who think, come on, man. Not that police brutality is not that bad, and they, a lot of them might think that, and a lot of them might say that. But for most of them, I think that they think, I just don't want to hear about it, because it's not my problem. I mean, it's, if it's your 12-year-old son getting shot in a park in two seconds flat, uh, well, that's your problem, not my problem. I just don't want to hear about it. It makes me uncomfortable, right? If it's disproportionately African Americans who were shot, even though they didn't have any weapons at all, even if they were... In some of the cases, they're complying with police, and even though statistically it's worse, I don't want to hear about it. And unfortunately, that is true for a lot of Americans. Well, at least it was true on the, until Donald Trump came in, and now the whole country's hearing about it because he was—he bungled it so badly that he's turned hundreds of millions of Americans against him. So, but he can't stop. He's going to double down further here. Let's go to video one where he's asked about it today. I think this is actually literally his fifth time uh, doubling down. So is this quintupling down? Let's watch. Well, I wasn't preoccupied with the NFL. I was uh, ashamed of what was taking place because to me that was a very important moment. I don't think you can disrespect our country, our flag, our national anthem. Uh, to me, the NFL situation is a very important situation. I've heard that before about was I preoccupied, not at all, not at all. I have plenty of time on my hands, all I do is work. Uh, don't say I have plenty of time on my tiny little hands. You're supposed to be focusing on Puerto Rico. You've got devastation down there and he's like, I got plenty of time on my hands so I can go around picking fights with the NFL oh, and all I do is work. We see you golfing every weekend. We have TV cameras, we can see it, we have eyes. He's not done yet. It doesn't take me long to put out a wrong, and maybe we'll get it right. I think it's a very important thing for the NFL to not allow people to kneel during the playing of our national anthem, to respect our country and to respect our flag. The other dude there is like, what am I doing here? Who am I? Why am I here? Please make the pain stop. Okay. Anyway, when the president, the leader of the government, says that people should be made to kneel or fired if they kneel and should be forced to not speak their minds. We have a significant constitutional issue. If the teams on their own decide to take action, that's private action. When Trump does it, it's public action. And we're supposed to have freedom of speech in this country. And he's basically saying if you exercise your freedom of speech, you should be fired. It's a massive problem. It's gotten so bad, I'm going to go to video three here. Even Kilmeade might have turned on him. <gasps> Watch. The, the, with the president, and I understand his sentiment, made things so much worse. And the language he used was terrible. When you have Robert Kraft coming out against you, you know you've gone too far. Robert Kraft spends time in the Lincoln bedroom. He's friends with President Trump beyond their, their wealth and their riches and their circles. He made things immeasurably worse by speaking out. And I know what his intention was, but the language used was, was just, it was galvanizing the wrong direction. He made things immeasurably worse. Even Fox and Friends were saying that. You've lost Kill Me, you've lost Kraft, you've lost Jerry Jones. What do you have left? 
But another one, he puts out a tweet. The NFL has all sorts of rules and regulations. The only way out for them is to set a rule that you can't kneel during your national anthem. He is now saying, as the leader of the government, you should not allow it, and it is your only way out. He has no idea what's in our Constitution. He doesn't know anything about this country. He doesn't know about our principles. All he cares about is No, himself. he doesn't. He's such a buffoon. And so when the NFL was asked about it, Joe Lockhart, that's the NFL's executive vice president of communications and public affairs, talked about how everyone in the locker room was united against Donald Trump's comments. And then he had this nice little comment. He said, everyone should know, including the president, this is what real locker room talk is. Damn, nice little reference to the Access Hollywood. So we want to start by honoring the fact that today is September 11th and that it has been 16 years since the horrible attack that happened just downtown from where we're sitting, as well as D.C. and Pennsylvania. Indeed. Yeah. 16 years. 16 years. Time really does fly. Yeah. Really does fly. And of course, all weekend, Hurricane Irma was everywhere. She hit Florida yesterday as a Category 4 hurricane and wreaked havoc, but has now been downgraded to a tropical storm. We want everybody. So far, sitting U.S. President Donald Trump is pretty much the only leader, uh, really not just around this country, but around the world, who has addressed the violence that took place in Charlottesville uh, this past weekend without specifically condemning white nationalist, white supremacism, neo-Nazi terrorism, uh, the likes of which took place in Charlottesville. Trump is the only leader that has not denounced those groups. Even Theresa May in the UK came out and said that this kind of behavior is deplorable and that these specific organizations, these groups, these supremacists, need to be shut down. Paul Ryan did the same. Hell, even Mike Pence and Anthony Scaramucci came out and said that, but not Donald Trump, no. His response was that it's very, very sad. But more importantly, we all just need to come together. You know, forget the fact that there are people out there who expressing views that white people are somehow genetically superior, marching and their polo shirts and khaki pants and tiki torches threatening other human beings, now's not the time to address that. Now is the time to come together. Come together with these people who think that you are less than an animal is what Donald Trump wants us to do. And keep in mind, it's not like Donald Trump has some kind of aversion to talking bad about certain groups of people. This is a man who is called uh, refugees animals. He's called Mexicans rapists. He has attacked every possible group of people. Hell, he was on Twitter this morning calling out a black pharmaceutical CEO for leaving his manufacturing council. He spent all morning doing that, but can't say one word about white supremacism. But you know why? And, And honestly, this is not a shock whatsoever. Uh, Those of us who've paid attention fully expected this, but Donald Trump won't say anything bad about these groups of uh, people that committed these atrocities this weekend because that is his base. 
Those were Donald Trump supporters. Those were Donald Trump voters. And those are the people that helped propel him to national office. And those are the same people that you see online uh, defending the president at every turn, even when he does something incredibly stupid, insensitive, racist, or whatever. They have his back no matter All righty. That was, <laughs> that was a ring of fire host. Uh, I'm, I'm still amazed and I'm still looking at the Vegas gunman, uh, the guy who killed 59 people and injured 527 in, sh- in the shooting. Some people are saying 500. Some estimates, estimates are 527. It's a lot of people regardless. It's almost 600 people. If you do the math, 59, 500, 520, adds up to almost 600 shootings, 600 uh, people who were shot, 59 were, are dead. And we don't know, other people might, uh, a lot of the injured, some of the 500 that are injured, they may not last. So the number of murders, number of killings could mount as the week progresses. All right, uh, nurse, government employees, police officer among the dead. I mean, I, yeah, I was hearing that two police officers were, were, were shot, and I'm, now, I'm just now hearing that one of those cops died, okay? Uh, two Nevada gun shops sold weapons to this, to this guy. I mean, you're going to sell weapons, all these weapons, 20, 30 weapons to this guy, and you don't see that there might be a problem? This is crazy. I blame the gun shops for not contacting the police as this guy was buying all of these guns and weapons, guns, weapons, ammunition. They should have said something. Thousands fled the gunfire. These people, and there's so many people stayed to help. Some people were injured and they stayed to help others who were shot, injured, shot, or dead on the ground. It's just, uh, uh, this is just unconscionable. This is really, this is not America. Folks, this is not America. America is not this. And the thing about this, it wasn't, from all reports, this was not a terrorist attack. This was a homegrown uh, uh, mass murderer. Uh, I'm I'm thinking that there's going to be some groups around the country who's going to try and take um, credit for this, like some of those uh, um, gr- Muslim groups or something will try and take credit for this. But this, from what they, from by all reports, this was just a 64-year-old multimillionaire. Yeah, he was a multimillionaire. That's why he bought so many guns. That's why he had so many guns. I guess he had a lot of time on his hands and and decided to go out and just kill, almost shoot, to to shoot 600 uh, people and to kill 59 of them. And like I said before, that number is just volatile. It will go up if some of these injured people who are now in the hospital uh, decide to you know succumb to their wounds, their injuries. It's just awful. It, it's just an awful thing in the um, 
in America that's happening and and I don't know what to say but I do know there's people out there uh who feel who feel who are feeling remorse about about this there's people out there who are uh feeling down and depressed about this do not I mean it's sad I feel depressed sometimes but I but I know I have to pick myself up I know I can't stay depressed I know I can't moan and groan forever you know you can moan it I mean they deserve uh moaning and groaning but not forever. You know, you got to pick yourself up and try to lend a part in helping to make America better. We're better than this. This is the worst mass shooting in U.S. history. We are better than this. We have to do it ourselves. We can't trust our politicians to do it. We, the people, as 327 million people in the United States, you mean we can't help to make this world a better place? We have to take it up on ourselves. We can't sit back. We can't We can't lounge. We can't linger. We can't ask other people or hope other people will start fighting our battles for us. It ain't going to happen. People are looking around for leaders, uh, someone to uh, help them out or whatever. Be your own leader. I mean, you can't count on leaders. You don't know what the hell you're getting. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got, I was just saying a, a second ago that you don't really know people. You don't know who they are. They'll come out and they're looking great. They're looking good. They sound good. They, you know, but do you really know them? Do you really know some stranger who might walk up to you with a uh, uh, petition saying, I'm running for uh, governor? Would you uh, put your uh, signature down here? You have to check this guy out. You just can't put your signature down on a petition just because somebody says it. You don't know what these people are about. You know, that th this is why we have a Republican Congress who seems as if they're um, tone deaf to the American people. And they're hell bent on wrecking this country, like taking uh, 9 million kids off of their health care. 9 million children uh, have lost their health care. The Republicans just let it lapse. And a lot of people are not focusing on that because of this... Uh, Horrific uh, shooting in Las Vegas. Republicans have got they've gotten away with something. A lot of these children in wheelchairs, they're dis, they're uh, of course they're disabled, wheelchair bound, cancer. Uh, a lot of these kids have cancer, um, autism, other kind of uh, debilitating uh, uh, diseases, being disabled, uh, blah 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 blah. Uh, sick children, they've been thrown off their Medicare, their Medicaid, I'm sorry, or maybe just say health care. They've been ripped up, ripped off. The Republicans just let it lapse. And I believe, and I believe strongly to why the Republicans let this lapse and these kids are uh, now have lost their health care is because of Obamacare. They, they just, they were just so pissed that they failed at Obamacare. They decided to just take uh, these 9 million kids off their health care because of Obamacare. They just could not repeal it. They didn't have the votes. So now they just let it lapse. And I think that's what Trump is going to do for Obamacare. He's just not going to uh, fund it. 
let it just destroy itself because they can't they can't seem to uh uh get enough votes for for it to repeal and i want to thank the people of the united states of america for that i mean it was the people's folk the republicans don't like to say that it was the people who derailed this latest attempt to appeal obamacare it was the people was america they don't like to say that you know they want to the only thing you hear them say well we didn't have enough votes we didn't have the votes well we were off two or three votes you didn't have the votes because the people of america jumped in y'all's asses jumped in your ass that's why you didn't have the votes and another reason why you didn't have the votes because there are a lot of people who just do not people who just can't stand Donald Trump. You know, so we have to, I know it's tough and I know it's rough with all of these tragedies around the United States, but we got to stay strong. We got to stay vigilant. We can't take our eye off the ball or the Republicans are going to destroy more of America. And uh, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm just someone who loves America. All right. Um, it's just tough. I mean, I, I feel it in my heart for these people who have gotten uh, gunned down at this uh, festival in Las Vegas. It's just it's just horrific what's going on in the world, what's happening. I mean, if you listen to religious fanatics, they'll tell you it's the end of the world. You know, God's coming back. Jesus is angry. I don't know. Uh, but something is going wrong. I mean, with the earthquakes and the um, hurricanes, people were talking about maybe it's global warming, climate change. You know, someone, whenever we have one of these devastating um, tragedies, people try to come up with reasons to, to why. And that's fine. That's okay. You may not agree with it. I may not agree with it. But, you know, people have, you know, have their little... Uh, um, crystal ball with him, I guess. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me right here on Blog Talk Radio. Oh man, it's been it's been one of those days, and uh, this I, I believe they're going to be talking about this, I, and I may be talking about this all week because this is just not something you can just talk about for a day or a few hours. This is something that's going to go like a twenty four seven cycle. And I'm because this is one of the worst mass shootings in in history in America. So this is not going to just go away like that. And Donald Trump will be remembered as the as the president who all all of this stuff happened under. Uh, he's going to be remembered for that. That he's the president that uh, all of these atrocities uh, happened under occurred under so how he responded to some of this stuff i'm hearing he i'm hearing actually he responded pretty good to this uh las vegas uh mass shooting i'm hearing he's responded pretty good but uh i'll have more on that tomorrow and i hope you listening to the show tomorrow and i want to thank you for listening now we have about um 15 more minutes left into the show and i want to say talk about something that's unrelated tom petty tom petty and the heartbreakers they're saying i I remember listening to tom petty 10 15 even 20 years ago 
And um, he always reminded me of Bob Dylan, you know, uh, kind of. I mean, in the rock world back then, everybody wanted to be Bob Dylan. You know, everybody tried to sound like Bob Dylan. But I don't think there's too many people want to sound like Bob Dylan right now because Bob Dylan, I mean, I'm not going to diss the guy, but he's a legend. And a lot of people want to see Bob Dylan just to see Bob Dylan. But Bob Dylan's voice is gone. I mean, his voice is gone. I mean, he's what, 76, 77, 78 years old. Um, I'm not saying that age diminished his voice, but I just think his he's always had a weird kind of a voice. Even when he was in his teens and 20s, he's always had that. He always had an older sounding voice. Um but it was a great sounding voice when he was uh, doing Free Willing, Bob Dylan, and all of those uh, albums, and all those great songs, House of the Rising Sun, um, Positively Fourth Street. And I can go on and on and on and on and on. Rainy Day Women. I mean, this guy made some great, great songs, and I, I listen to him when I can. But uh, I, I don't think I'm going to go to a Bob Dylan concert because I... I I think his voice is gone. I think the music is great. The the the, the band is backing him up. Um, that might be uh, worth an admission ticket, maybe. But anyway, back to Tom Petty. I'm hearing that he's dead, that Tom Petty has died. And But there's uh, the, the last thing I heard is that he's been taking off life support. Um. So you figure if somebody's being taken off life support uh, and he has no brain function, so, you know, um, he's dead. But I hope this is not true. Uh, there's been no confirmation that he's actually passed away, but some of these news sites are starting to talk about him in past tense, in the past tense. So it's hard to think about it. Okay, the, the reports are is that Tom Petty, the the rock star, the folk singer, uh, the legendary rocker Tom Petty, reportedly taken off life support. Uh, and they're saying that he's on the brink of death. They're not saying that he's died, but he's on the brink of death. Uh, he's 66 years old, uh, made a ton of albums, um, very, very famous musician. I mean, we've been losing a lot of musicians like, like, I don't know what. I mean, we have been losing a lot of people in general because it, it, a lot of people had just passed away and died. Um, they're saying that Tom Petty, the, the music icon, uh, was hospitalized Sunday night. Uh, this is coming from TMZ. And uh, the LAPD have, they have no information about his actual passing, Tom Petty, of Tom Petty. Um, the initial information was inadvertently provided to some media sources that he passed away. A lot of people think the same way, think the same way. And it's saying over here that celebrities prematurely react to the report reported death of Tom Petty. So therefore, according to some of these reports, Tom Petty is not dead. He's not dead, but he's on the brink of death. 
And one fan is saying, well, you brought us so much joy. But he's not dead. But there's one thing for sure. He's, he's, he was taken off life support, and there is evidence that he was rushed to the hospital. And so they've got pictures of, uh, of Tom Petty all over the uh, computer screen. Variety and CBS News have updated their stories uh, to state that Tom Petty is clinging to life. He's clinging to life. Multiple outlets are citing sources saying Tom Petty has died. TMZ, however, reports that Tom Petty has been taken off life support on a do not resuscitate order, but has not died yet. The LAPD declined to confirm his death to Huffington Post or anywhere else uh, and later posted these words. This is from the LAPD headquarters. Okay, we have no information about the passing of singer Tom Petty. Initial information was inadvertently provided to some media outlets. However, the, however, the LAPD has no investigation role in this matter. We apologize for any inconvenience in this reporting. Okay, so, so, so far, uh, Tom Petty is still alive, uh, but he is in the hospital. And they're saying he's on the brink of death. So if he is on the brink of death, um, he may just actually die any minute now. Um, okay, because he was, it says here that Tom Petty rushed to the hospital after being found unconscious in his home. So Tom Petty is a one of the greatest rock stars in history. He reminds me of, like, as I just got through saying, Bob Dylan. And, I, and I'm a great Bob Dylan fan. I mean, I listen to Bob Dylan all, all the time, even today. So, and Tom Petty, uh, I cannot actually think about Tom Petty until, without thinking about the heartbreakers, you know. And uh, he's, he's a very talented guy and um, great guitar player. And just a great all-around entertainer. And it's saying, again, it says Tom Petty was rushed to the hospital after being found unconscious at his home. And um, there's uh, reports that saying that he has been taken off life support and that he's on the brink of death. And then you have uh, reports going around the Internet and the news cycles saying that Tom Petty has died. He has passed away. But there has been really no confirmation of that from the LAPD uh, out in Los Angeles. So, um, I mean, if you're a Tom Petty fan and if you're a rock fan, fan of his music, then you're going to have to pray for him. I know I am. I mean, I don't want to see the guy uh, uh, die or pass away. Uh, 66 years old, that's not old. I mean, that's that's. It's not young, but it's not it's not that old either. Sixty six is not that old, but um, um, I'm really dumbfounded at this. So I better start taking out some um, listening to some Tom Petty music because maybe that uh you know uh, maybe uh, help him to pull out of this. And if anybody out there, if you're a Tom Petty fan, uh, please pray for him. And if you know of his music. 
you know, maybe start listening to it because uh, it could, like, as I just said, it may just pull him out of this. Tom Petty uh, of the Heartbreakers, and I'm hearing that the Heartbreakers, his band, uh, they're still in a, they they are still touring, and and still doing it around the uh, around America, even though he is um, reported on his deathbed. So if Tom Petty uh, died, uh, which I'm hoping that will not be the case, will not be the case, the band will still go on. The band will still be uh, the, the Heartbreakers, and I'm pretty sure they'll be doing Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers kind of music around the country, helping everybody to uh, remember Tom Petty. All right, uh, you've been listening to the, to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Black Talk Radio. Once again, I want to say thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for uh, your support. Thanks for following me here and following me, following me all over the place. Uh, I mean, if you like the show, just click follow. Um, uh, I'm on uh, Facebook. I'm all over the place. I, I'm still reeling against uh, uh, this shooting, uh, this mass shooting um, in Las Vegas. It's just horrible. It's just totally horrible. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio, and we've been talking. I, I didn't have a guest today, so, um, and maybe that was intentional because I needed to focus on this, uh, focus on what's going on in the world and try to make the world a better place because, you know, it, I just think we can do it. I just think we can really make the world a better place if we just look at, ourselves just look at ourselves and make that change heaven help the child who never had a home heaven help the girl who walks the streets alone heaven help the roses Bombs begin to fall Heaven help the black man If he struggles one more day Heaven help the white man If he turns back away Heaven help the man Who kicks the man who has a crawl
troubled world, I pray the Lord to keep Keep hatred from the mighty and the mighty from the small everybody for tuning in and listening to the show. I do really appreciate you listening and tuning in. I, I try not to take advantage of your time, but uh, I, and I want to pray for everybody in Los Angeles, and not Las, but Las Vegas. I get mixed up sometimes. Las Vegas who were shot and um, my condolences to those who, my condolences to the families of those who have um, it, it, it's just awful. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Tune into the George Wilder Jr. Show tomorrow. Bye-bye. Have a great evening. Bye. Fuck. Oops. They sure do. <laughs> <laughs>